0: Is this on? Is this real? Are we are we really back? Well, I'm back. I'm not sure about you. Is this really
1: episode 106 of the <laughs> of the on lengthy hiatus Q and A podcast?
0: Uh, I checked before we started. Yes, episode 106.
1: It looks like we're back.
0: My name is Anthony, and sitting
1: right next to me. As always is my pal De Quincy. What is it? It has been, as the kids say, a minute.
0: Yeah. Um our last podcast was back in December of twenty
1: eighteen. See, I that's how long it's been that I could have sworn we recorded in January but you know, what's a month I guess.
0: No, our the last title for our last podcast was literally See You Next Year. And
1: uh <laughs> I don't <even> remember <laughs>
0: Wow. I think we talked about the Oscars, but um, I don't really remember. But I I did say see you next year, and it is next year. Late, but hey, we're happy, here. Happy New Year, guys. Yeah, Happy New Year. Yeah, damn, we have missed a lot. A
1: lot. Um, it is already November. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, too much, in fact, to go over. I mean, good lord, there's great wrestling we've. Haven't talked about uh, movies we've missed and mm-hmm. haven't talked about. Um, but I guess really the most pressing thing, the most recent thing we can talk about uh, is not the best subject, I guess, because it's a real bummer, but you know, the playoffs are over, baseball season is done, and, and the Astros are not World Series champs for a second time, unfortunately.
0: Yes, when you say not the best subject, I mean, it's not the best subject for our hearts, but it's going to be great for our podcast because pain always gives good content.
1: Sure, I mean, there's a lot to talk about in that one subject. and that, you know. First off, let me tell you this. Win or lose, I am glad that, that October is over because I don't remember a time I've been more stressed out about sports than I was. <laughs> I, I don't know why I was so stressed out this month. I remember 2017, and I remember not being as stressed as I was this month, I don't know. Really? Yeah, I guess.
0: I feel like I was more stressed heading into 2017, heading to those playoffs because they had, they had all the hype and they had never won it before. I felt less stressed this year, well, until the World Series.
1: I think I was stressed out because there was so much expectation. that The expectation was so great that it was a foregone conclusion by most that we were going to win the title this year. I mean, We've been so dominant the whole season. Um, so I think that's what, what got me this time around. Um, but, man, what what a crazy month that was. Playoffs were just insane.
0: Yes, from the get-go, from the Rays taking it to five, then the Yankees being the Yankees, and then losing, losing four damn games at home to the Washington Nationals. Now, congratulations to the nationals and their fans they obviously deserved it they played b- better than the Astros and all that but to lose four World Series games at home after you spent the entire year getting home field advantage it's I mean, devastating
1: I mean completely um, eliminated the uh, the advantage of, of home I mean you know of home field right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's home field advantage for a reason, and we clearly didn't um, uh, take advantage. <laughs> we we didn't use advantage to our advantage. Wow! You're we just really rusty. You're really rusty. <laughs> you're
0: just uh, tripping over your old, old your words right there, buddy. I am. I am. But
1: you know, we'll, we'll get back to it. Yeah. We'll we'll get back in the swing of things. But um, so I'm
0: just gonna let you take charge. Where do you want to start?
1: Um. Uh, I don't know. Where did it all go wrong? I think that's really the only thing that matters at this point. I mean, look, game six in the ALCS was right up there with game five of the 2017 World Series as one of the most exciting playoff games that, that the Astros have been a part of, that they've played, that this organization has, um, has been a part of, uh, especially in our lifetime.
0: Mm hmm.
1: So, like, that was incredible, and that was something that I'll never forget. You know, I'll never forget where I was at. You know, the the celebration, all that kind of stuff. I mean, that was incredible. Um, and then you get to the World Series, and the offense is just non-existent for three-quarters of, of the series. And it's like after game two I was talking to my dad and I said you're not going to win a title if you leave 12 runners on base mm-hmm. or however many we left on base that second game it was just you know you still maintain hope and you still you know you still don't give up on the team but it's like you're not making it any easier on, on anybody playing that way hitting that way in the series and and you know the end result is you know a product of that.
0: Yeah. And you talk about leaving men on base, they left what, ten on base in game seven? Yeah. At least. At what point in game seven did you feel nervous?
1: I felt nervous as soon as Granky gave up that home run because It cut the lead in half, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden we decide to blow it up, and it's time to get Grinky out of the game. And as soon as you take him out of the game, that's exi- I mean that's exactly when I got nervous because it's like you know it's not it's not my team. I'm not running the team, um, but. I still feel like he's still, he's not, it's not that he's gassed out. It's not that he has nothing left to give. He just threw a bad pitch. He just threw the wrong pitch. And I feel like, leave him in the game. And if it gets out of hand, you know, then we can look at Grinke and talk about where it went wrong with Grinke. But he was great in that game. So I had no reason to be nervous up until that point. Watching him pitch, you know, throw seven pitches, I think, in the first inning. Get three straight, one, two, three innings. I think it was like one, two, three innings. Three straight. But there was no reason to be nervous that whole time, especially when you get a two-run lead. This guy is clearly dominating, and then he gives up one home run. They pull him in, then it's like, okay. Now well, he gave up
0: one home run, then he walked the next batter. Okay. He one yeah. out,
1: so... He can pitch out, you know, you, you hope he pitches out of it. At least, you know, the best case scenario is go for a double play. Worse, well, second, you know, The, the right after that, or just above that, is you, you know, he just gets the next two batters out. Um, and then, you know, you move on. But they pull him after the walk, and it's like, oh, man.
0: And are you sure about that?
1: Are yeah. you really sure? Because... Again, he's not gassed out. He hasn't thrown a million pitches. It's just two instances of, or two two batters that you know have seemingly got the better of
0: him. So, what's that? What was that? The sixth inning. That's when you seventh inning. seventh inning. Okay, so that's where where you got nervous as soon as Green gave the home run. You're well, as soon be- as he got pulled? You're a better man than me because I was feeling nervous in the fourth inning. Because it had been, um, let, let, let me just describe what happened. Bottom second, two men on, no one out. Torinos popped up on a bunt. Reddick ground out to first. Springer lined out to Juan Soto. Bottom third, two on, one out. Guerrero fled out to right. Alvarez fled out to center. Bottom fourth, two on, two out. Altuve lined out to center. At that point in my head, as far as I'm concerned, they weren't going to score anymore. Mm-hmm. It, for me, it just felt like no matter what happened, they could have bases loaded, no outs, and they would have found a way to hit into a goddamn quadruple play if they could. It was not happening anymore. And as we saw over the rest of the game, I proved to be right, although you know, I wish I wasn't. Right. But they had way too many opportunities, and it's a situation that we saw – You know. During game one, two, six, and seven, men would get on base, make it to sec- the second, and that's as far as they would go. So and when they, when the Nationals got out of the fourth inning and the score was still two to zero, that's when I knew that either um, Granky was going to have to pitch a complete game or it was going to be something like Granky was going to do six and Cole was going to do the last three because those the only. They were the only people I felt comfortable pitching because we saw what Harris did in Game 6, the homer he gave up and didn't happen in Game 7. Josh James was all over the place. Um, the less said about Os- Osuna, the better.
1: Right. Yeah. And for so many reasons.
0: But yeah, yeah. yeah, and then maybe... Um, Joe Smith, of course, they'll, have, they'll bring in a lefty against him. And I'm forgetting uh Presley. But Presley is like, I don't know if he's still 100% because he did hurt his knee uh, in the series against the Yankees. So I don't have the greatest confidence in him. So basically, it's it, for me, it was Grinky and Cole and nothing, no one else.
1: Right. And that's why I wasn't as nervous because you're right. That inning... You're right. It's 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 kind of like okay, they're probably not going to score anymore. Mm-hmm. But the way Grinky was pitching, I didn't feel I felt comfortable with just a two run lead. You know, it was the first time since it was the second time during the series that I felt comfortable with uh, the pitcher. You know, with our pitcher and with uh, with the lead that we had. I mean, it was you know, game four with Rokiti he was pitching lights out and thankfully like we scored a bunch of runs because, Mm -hmm. because you, it gave us hope that, okay, the, the offense is finally clicking again. They're finally going to get out of this funk for good. And, and just, you know, wipe the floor with, with Washington, the rest of the series. Um, But it it was like, they didn't even have, they didn't even need to do that because her was pitching so well in that game. So it kind of, I kind of felt like, okay, here we go again. We got, we have a two-run lead. We don't need to score 11 runs because Granky's pitching great right now.
0: I'm glad you felt that way. <laughs>
1: and it is all hands-on deck. So you don't necessarily have to go to your bullpen like you normally would because it's Game 7. Mm-hmm. So if you have to go to Cole at any point in the game, that's a good situation as well because, you know, He's a he's – a, it's Garrett Cole. I mean, he's had a great year all year. So you have to like those odds of only needing those two pitchers. And they didn't even go to Cole. So it's like
0: – So we'll move on to that. So how did you feel about um, A.J. Hent's decision not to bring Cole into the game?
1: Like, I, I'm still – I'm still wrapping my head around that decision because – It's game seven. Like, you know, again, like everybody says, it's game seven. There's there's no more opportunities. You know, this is it. You go with your best options available. And Garrett Cole at the time was the best option available When, once Granky's out of the game. And for him to not even make an appearance is just insane.
0: What... Um because i haven't had i haven't i've heard people make that point, but my question is at what point would you bring Cole into the game
1: Well, I know that they were you know the from the commentary that I was you know those, I, was, I was as I was following along, it seemed like they wanted to bring him in at the beginning of the inning. Mm-hmm. so then let Grankey work out of that inning. Work out of the seventh. Get out of the jam. He's good enough to get out of the jam. He's a 15-year veteran who has been pitching great all night. Let him get out of that jam and then bring in Cole for the eighth and ninth innings. Don't. If, you're good at, if, if, if I have to... If, if I'm going by that standard that we want to bring him in at the beginning of the inning, of an inning. Um, but hell, even if even if you don't have a choice, I would have been fine bringing, bringing him in right after Grinky. So if it is, you know, one out in the seventh inning, if that's what you have to do to win the title, that's what you have to do, and you do it.
0: So, first off, Cole was never coming in the middle of an inning. He was always going to come, you know, he was always going to start the inning. Sure. Because he fair. He, I, I get that. He is, he's a starter, and even though he's coming in in relief, you still want to make things as simple as can be for him. Right. And bringing him in with a man on base, you know, he has to pitch out of the stretch. Why make that more difficult? He has to be. And, oh, I completely forgot what my second point was. But I, I just – I just don't understand people's like... I just feel like people are being crazily angry about this. I mean, they're talking about it's the biggest mistake that A.J. Hinch has ever made and it cost them a championship. And I'm like, but they didn't hit. Right. No, no. I,
1: look.
0: Like, when they went up... Like, when about, they went up, to... when the Nationals went up 3-2 and the Astros came up to bat and they went, you know, th- three. it was three straight. Like... W- what confidence do you feel that the Astros would score one more run, let alone two to actually win the game, at that point? At that point,
1: my confidence level completely sinks. And look, I'm, we're talking about Garrett Cole because you asked about Garrett Cole. That's the only reason why I'm talking about Garrett Cole. Cole, Garrett Cole. Other than that, honestly, I don't really care if they bring him into the game. Because... Um, because you know, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna play a normal game, fine. You know that's that's the decision you're gonna make. I'm not gonna, you know. And plus, I'm just not angry <laughs> over us losing the title. I'm disappointed, but you know, I, I don't. I wouldn't call it anger over the decision to not bring in coal and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we're, again, I'm just talking about it because we have to. Yeah. But again, you know, if I yeah, if I'm going to place blame which is silly because we're talking about sports or whatever. You have to blame the team. You're not I'm not blaming any one person. You're blaming the entire team from top to bottom. Again, as many runners as they left on base the entire series, it was not a good indication, a good indication that we're going you're going to win a title. You can't leave that many runners on base and everybody went cold. And again, Jose Altuve literally cannot do it all by himself. I mean, he seemed to be the only consistent hitter. Guess how many
0: extra base hits uh, Altuve had in the World Series. Uh,
1: I don't know if I could guess. Three.
0: You got it. He got oh, exactly okay. three in a seven game series. Got but three extra But he's the
1: only hits. one actually hitting. Yeah. Getting all the base. You know,
0: yeah, you want to hear some more? Carlos Correa hit 222, 300, 407 in the World Series. That's his slash line. Alex Bregman, Mr. MVP, hit 207, 258, 517. That's his slash line in the World Series. Well,
1: you got to say what the slash line is because yeah. some
0: folks might not know. Oh, the slash line is um, bad and average on base percentage, slugging percentage. All bad for both of them. Of course. I mean,
1: it was just the the entire team i mean that's the one blame if you're going to put place blame on one one thing mm. it's the 25 man roster that was that was set for the series
0: if you're really going to blame anything blame the sport of baseball baseball is the <laughs> one sport where the the best te- team the best team all season wins the championship the least because all you, all that happen, has to happen is you run into one hot pitcher who goes, you lose those two games, and it's a wrap. Your team doesn't hit for two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's a wrap. And we saw that with the Astros this year taking on the Nationals. But they couldn't hit, and they were taking on Strasburg and uh, Scherzer.
1: And it's like.
0: And let's talk about Scherzer couldn't, <laughs> couldn't. He had to have his wife help put his shirt on. Like, three days before Game 7, all of a sudden he's out here, you know, going... How long did he go? Five, six innings, only two runs given up?
1: Five and throwing 96 miles again? Yeah. Look, that's between him and his wife. I wasn't there to see him not able to dress himself. I don't really know if that happened or not. That's the story they're running with.
0: Oh, I, I believe it. Why would they lie about that? Because they... Max Scherzer... Because, because they wanted to save
1: him for Game 7.
0: No, I think he was ready to play what was that, game five or game six,
1: right? He pitched what, game six?
0: He would have pitched game five. And instead they had to bring in who they pitched instead. I don't remember. It's all blur. Right, no, he he started game
1: seven, oh. right? Strasburg pitched Str- game six.
0: Yeah, sure. It all right. runs was
1: Game at- six and then Scherzer started game seven. Right, right. That's okay. I mean, yeah, I know, that's what it was. and They clearly wanted to save him for Game 7 for this situation. And here's the crazy part about the Nationals' offense. It's like, it's not like, yeah, we got clobbered a few games. I mean, a couple of games just got out of hand at the end, basically. It's not like we were getting dominated by their best hitters either. I mean, Soto got his, you know, he, he hit a couple of home runs during the series. Rendon hit a couple of home runs during the series. But they didn't dominate the series.
0: Yeah. This series will go down as... Timely hitting. Timely hitting. For the, the Yeah. And Howie
1: Kendrick hits a two-run homer, or three-run homer, just barely off the foul pole. You know... Yeah, I Howie said... Howie Kendrick is your number seven hitter. He, he's not your top guy, and he's the guy that's winning the game
0: for you. I said this on Facebook. The only difference in this series was that the Nationals were getting hits with two outs and the Astros couldn't. Mm-hmm. That was the only difference. And it, that definitely proved true in Game 7.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, no, it, it's... It's not... I mean, you know, it, it's really not much of a mystery as to why we didn't win this this series. I mean, and it's all about the hitting and... and well, no, it's, it's everything. It really is everything. Because when you're not hitting, your pitching can only do so much, Mm -hmm. and pitchers rely on the confidence of, you know, or the, yeah, they rely on the confidence knowing that their hitting is going to do their part and give them a cushion so the pressure isn't as great to pitch seven innings Mm -hmm. and hold a a one-run lead.
0: You know what it reminds me of, and I was thinking about this earlier, watching the the Bears play. Uh, it's like the Bears' defense, knowing they have uh, Mitch Trubisky as a quarterback. <laughs> it's like we have to go we – we can only give up 12 points. If we give up more than 12 points, we're done. We're cooked. And that's, that's the same thing that, you know, for the pitchers. Like if I give up more than two r- runs with the way this team is hitting, it's a wrap. And that's what happened.
1: And – yeah. I don't like I said, I text you this and I, I don't mean to be that guy or whatever. But all season I was saying there's just no way this prolific offense can maintain. Mm-hmm. And I hope to God that we don't go
0: cold at the wrong time and Well, you hope to the wrong guy. Were you praying to Zeus? Because you <laughs> we, Zeus we went ain't like that. Cold at
1: the worst possible time. Yeah. The World Series or no, the ALCS. Yeah. <laughs>
0: If we're being honest, they were cold the, from the moment the playoff starts. Yeah. Sorry, because the Rays really could have took them out. Um, do you have anything, any thoughts on the uh, cold presser after Game 7? I mean, he's he's gone.
1: I mean, that's pretty much it.
0: I just hate those first – it's like this – it's the most – uh, demoralizing loss that he's ever had to deal with. They're like eight outs away from the World Series victory. It's the closest he's ever been, and then 30 minutes later, he has reporters and cameras face asking questions. It's like, guys, I really don't. I don't mind people being a dick when they just lost the biggest game of their career. Sure, especially when they didn't even get a chance to get into said game. So, for me, it was like, he's upset, just let it go.
1: I mean, they're clearly baiting him. They yeah. want him to either say, I'm not re-signing, mm-hmm. or to say, hey, I'm pissed that I didn't get put in the game.
0: Yeah, and then it goes viral, and they get to write about talk about blah, 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 right. and it's in the news cycle for a week. And that's exactly what happened.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I don't have, like, my thoughts aren't, like, I'm trying to be logical about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, He's probably not going to re-sign. Mm-hmm. Um, wearing that, that Scott Boris baseball cap, I mean, that's a that's a clear indication. That's not – like, people were up in arms and shocked over it. Like, if he's going to wear that hat, like, that's a clear sign that he's he's going to test the waters and probably not re-sign. And, and I'm okay with that because um, – it's business. That's how it goes. And he's not I just, hes not—he's uh, not toying with anybody. Mm-hmm. Carlos Beltran, back in t- 2004, toyed with this team. Uh, maybe, you know, I'm thinking about resigning. And then, ultimately, he, he wasn't going to resign. I mean, the Mets threw too much money at him. You know, no Cole is...
0: I just want to say this to the people. I want to get as close to the mic as possible. I want everyone to know. From a graphical situation, son, you know what I want more than money? More fucking money. That's why I'm like, I don't care what Garrett Cole yeah. does. Get all the money that you can. I, tell you, I told the story on the podcast. I ran into Dallas Keiko during the offseason last year. And I told him, hey, go out there and get as much as you can, man. Because these teams and the fans, as soon as you start playing terrible, you, know, you lose it, they're going to turn on you. So get as much cash as you want. Yeah, get I, all of it. Because you know what I want more than money? Let me, let me repeat this. Let me, get, let me get all up on the mic, son. I want you to hear this, okay? I, DeQuincy Dorsey, want to get paid as much as I can every damn day. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally understand
1: now. Like, like I've, I've followed sports long enough in my life to understand that this is going to happen. Um, And it's not going to stop anytime soon Mm -hmm. unless, you know, salaries start going down. They start declining. Like there's no reason to believe that he's not going to test the waters and try and get as much money as he can. Um, And as good as the Astros have been, they're still not a big time market like New York, like Los Angeles. You know, it's just the way it is. I mean, those two markets have, oh no, they own the markets. I mean, they, those are the places you want to be, you know, typically. Um, And they have the most money, the most resources to give you whatever you want, basically. Um, And that's just how it goes. I mean, uh, I don't see that changing anytime soon, and and that's fine.
0: So, what percentage do you give Cole of Cole actually staying in Houston?
1: Of re-signing? Yeah. Oh, boy. I'll give Cole a 10% chance of re-signing. I think if you make some moves to show him, hey, we're clearing payroll to give you $30 million, for example. Um, I think any team that offers him $30 million a year, he's going to listen to. So if the Astros happen to be one of those teams to say, we're gonna offer you $30 million a year, he's gonna listen to the Astros pitch. You know, he. They're, they're going to be in the mix. Um, can they make that happen, or will they make that happen? I don't know, so that's why I'll give it a 10% chance. You offer him $30 million, he's going to listen. It doesn't matter. It, it could be any team. Any team in the league that offers him $30 million, he's going to listen. Um, and he's going to... Yeah, ha- he'll have to take it seriously. Isn't it? Not everybody's going to offer him $30 million and... Those teams that do, it's like, okay, let's let's see what you got. Okay. What percentage would you give him?
0: 25%. Really? Wow. Yes. I don't understand where all this talk of the Yankees signing him is coming from because the Yankees were too cheap to try to sign Patrick Corbin last year. Mm-hmm. And, no, offense, I think Cole's contract is going to be almost double what he got. Sure. And I just don't – Ever since how Steinbrenner took over, they the Yankees and Hank. and Hank they've been more cost cost control and cost conscious about the team, and like right now, this is an estimate for their their payroll for next year. They're already at uh two hundred and one million, and I believe the luxury tax for next year is I want to say it's two hundred and sixteen million. Let me check MLB. Luxury tax. Talk wide. And so, you think they're still going to want to keep that down and not two hundred eight million? 208. Sorry, I was way. I was ten million off. So, so, if it's two, this okay. if it's two hundred eight million next year, and they're already at two hundred one million.
1: So you don't if, think that they're they're. Um, you don't think desperation has, hit, has set in yet. They haven't, been until, they haven't been to the World Series in, what, 10 years?
0: 10 years, that's correct. Um, but how much do they care about it? Because George Steinbrenner, if you know, he was still alive, they hadn't made the World Series in 10 years, he'd be trying to frame somebody. <laughs> okay. But do the, the younger Steinbrothers, do they care about winning rings or do they care about making money? If they just care about making money, then making it to the ALDS with these cheaper guys and not having to pay, you know, the crazy exorbitant fees for a frontline starter and raking in ticket sales and, you know, the TV contracts, they might just be fine with this. They might just give it another go and, you know, try to get someone not... uh, I'm trying to think of a pitcher below Cole's level. It's like Strasburg, but I think... I think he stays in Washington,
1: right? And he's by all accounts going to opt out of that.
0: Yeah, it's a he's a, it's already report he record He
1: opted out. Yeah, I don't know. If, I didn't know if that was already official or not. But you know, the reports are he's going to opt out of the mm-hmm. hundred million dollars that he has left on his four year con or you know out of four years. His contract uh, is four years left on his current contract. Four year hundred really million. Yep, <laughs> sorry.
0: It's all right. You're trying.
1: So by all accounts he is going to or has already opted out of that deal. So he's looking for I mean, twenty five million dollars. I mean, is he looking for a ten year or ten million dollar increase per per year, essentially? I mean, is that what he's
0: I mean, you saw what he did in, did in the playoffs.
1: It's undeniable. It was it was you know I mean he was the MVP for a reason and that's he's deserving of that award. Um I mean, I guess yeah. If you can get 35 million a year, do it. Plus, he'll—I mean—he'll tack on what two more years of that.
0: What? Because he's already is
1: 31, it? so he opted out of his four His—you know—the four years left on his current contract. At 31 years old, he's probably going to sign no more than six years.
0: Six years, 30. Let's say six years, 35 million dollars. What's that up to? Oh, I have to do math now. <laughs> you just looked at me all confused, like I don't know what to do here. Thirty-five well, times six, two hundred and ten. Yeah. So two hundred and ten millions over six years, which That's is what basically what what Scherzer got. And I think
1: Cole will probably get.
0: Oh, I think Cole gets more than that. I, I think, think it's
1: think, more than two hundred and ten.
0: So the highest contract for a starting pitcher is David Price, two hundred and seventeen million dollars. I think Cole gets two hundred and twenty, plus.
1: Okay. So is he is he nearing forty million dollars a year then? Would you say?
0: Hm, thirty five. Thirty five times seven is two hundred and forty five. Okay,
1: and he's twenty nine years old. He Mm. he won't be thirty until the end of next season. So. It wouldn't be. Entirely insane to give him a, a seven-year deal because at the end of it he'll be thirty-six. You know that's. Mm-hmm. It yeah. seems like it's, it's the right, like right, right amount of time.
0: And if anyone can do the Verlander thing, just pitch into his late thirties, he seems like the guy that can do it. So. Okay. See,
1: yeah. Okay. So that's something I want to ask about. Is mm-hmm. is he that durable? I mean, does he seem to be that durable? I
0: mean, he's.
1: Not necessarily built like Verlander. That's the thing I've always, like, figured about Berla- Verlander. is just his, like, the way he's built. Like, he's sturdy enough to be that durable. I would really never noticed that about Colt.
0: I mean, you're durable until you're durable. Let's see. I don't know. Has he ever had a... Uh... Did he blow out his elbow? Uh, I'm really not sure. I, I don't
1: think he has, actually. But it, if he did,
0: it was... Probably very early on. I do not remember. I only have so much, so much remember here. So, um,
1: okay. So, 29 years old, seven year deal, you know.
0: So, I'm on, what am I on? CBS Sports. And they have, uh, Gary potential suitors as the Angels, Yankees, Phillies, and Rangers.
1: Whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really, I don't really get too, bent out of shape, bent out of shape over like rivalries and stuff with the Astros, but that would kind of suck if he went to the Rangers. I feel like it's one of the few times I would like prefer him not to go to the Rangers. Any other player, I would be like, uh, oh, whatever, no big deal. But man, for him to go to Texas would be. Gross.
0: Yeah, uh, who knows? And we'll do more guessing as we get further into the all season. We'll try to make them numbers and such. But for right now, so you're ten percent. I'm at twenty five percent. Just, I just don't see the Yankees being big suitors. But then again, I don't see the Astros paying three pitchers over thirty million dollars. So right. I don't know, we'll see. We shall see. So what do you think?
1: Where do you think it narrows down to?
0: I mean if he wants to win plus money, it'll probably be either, uh Astros, Yankees, or Dodgers. Phillies. Phillies. Dodgers you don't think we'll go after? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I don't I like when the Dodgers got eliminated, they just completely went out of my head. So mm-hmm. I have no um thoughts on anything that the Dodgers are doing. Where are they payroll-wise? $165 million. That's their estimated payroll going into 2020. Oh, wow. Yeah. That that low? Mm-hmm.
1: Like, that's low for the Dodgers, I feel like.
0: Now, when I say estimate, it also has in, you know, arbitration with estimates okay. from MLB, uh, trade rumors, things like that. But, yeah.
1: Let's talk about something that, nobody's talking about sure go ahead when it comes to Garrett Cole Mm -hmm. and part of the reason why or maybe I'm just not a good fan or whatever Uh, one reason why I would be okay with the Astros just letting him go if you can pay if you want to pay for him and you can pay for him fine do it but if you choose to get out of the Garrett Garrett Cole business I'm okay with that too And, and for this reason only, if any fan, any fan is delusional, and I'm, it's what it is, delusional enough to believe that he's going to come close to duplicating the season he had this year, out of your mind, it's just not going to happen, I, in my opinion. I don't think he's ever going to be that good again. And if you let him go, I'm okay with that, And you know, because I'm going to stand by that. I believe that he's not going to be that, like, historically good ever again. 21, or what, 20 and 5? 21 and 5? I think it was 20 and 5. 326 strikeouts.
0: Um, I just... I don't see it happening. You're telling me he won't repeat as Roger Clemmings? Whoa, look at you. So (laughs) bold. So bold.
1: It's bold because nobody is saying that. Nobody is coming out and saying that outright. Everybody's concerned about whether or not we're going to keep him. but Nobody's saying... Like... May or I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe people do know and, and just don't want to say it. But I feel like I just feel like people are are just. I think they're going to be blinded by this season, this historic season.
0: And plus, I want to be the first one to say it oh. out loud at least. <laughs> Someone's gonna. I'm gonna post this like Monday afternoon, and someone on NBA <laughs> on uh, the MLB Network's gonna beat you to it Monday morning. But um, for me, I don't need Garrett Cole to be the best damn pitcher in, on the earth. Just a top ten would be good for me. If the Astros do bring him back and he drops a little bit and Verlander drops, okay, that's fine. You still have a whole year of Grinky. You have Lance McCullers coming back, and that fifth spot could go to, I guess, uh, what's his name? Orkidi. Orkidi, yeah. Until Whitley is finally ready, if he's ever. <laughs> so but
1: so that's the thing. like, And I care about the Astros spending underspending, overspending, only because as a fan of the team, it limits our ability to re-sign guys or go after other guys or, you know, pick up, you know, those those small parts that typically, you know, make the difference over the course of the season and, and into a championship run. I mean, we, you know, we see that time and time again where you get this this reliever for, you know, $5 million and he, winds up being a critical part of the team. It, it happens all the time. And I just, you know, I don't want us to to completely um, uh, eliminate our, ourselves from those, you know, those potential signings, those potential deals or whatever, whatever they may be. Um, so, you know, is, is a is a regressed Garrett Cole worth $30 million? I mean, you know, I don't know. For me, that's a question I ask for, for, at least for the Astros Mm -hmm. only because again, I just don't want us to, you know, handcuff ourselves from potential deals that, you know, again, those little pieces that, that typically make differences that become difference makers in the, you know, at the end of the year, or whatever, you know, let me look. I, I always look at the Ben Zobrist deal when he when he uh, was acquired by the Cubs. I mean, he made a huge difference on that team. You know, as, as uh, a veteran with with World Series experience and was a big piece to, uh, of that puzzle. Uh, that that's one that I always look at. That kind of always comes to mind. I just you know I'm always afraid that we're gonna you know restrict ourselves from something like that. So it's like it's tough when you, like it's tough to see so many $30 million, you know, like Granke and Berlander and then potentially Cole. I mean, that's, that's a lot of money. Um, but I don't
0: know. My reply. How rich is Jim Crane? I have no idea. Multi-billionaire okay. rich. How many out of the past five years, how many times have the Astros made the playoffs? Of the past how many? Five years.
1: Uh, all
0: five, right? Fifteen. They missed sixteen, seventeen, eighteen,
1: nineteen.
0: Oh, four out of four. Okay. All right. And and three and three of those four playoff years, they made to at least the ALCS. Mm-hmm. They have made money. <laughs> he has made money. They have money to blow. The luxury tax is just something there. To stop them, to stop basically, it's all salary caps, luxury tax, whatever the hell you want to call it. It's really not there for the players. It's there from the owners to to from them spending money being stupid. Right. You but you have the money to go out there and and go over the luxury tax a little bit, mm-hmm. especially this year. You know, if you spend on Garrett Cole, well then next year, you know what? There are people whose contracts come out come off. In fact, hold on. Let me look. So, hey, you go up. Let's go to back to the Houston Astros.
1: So yeah, but we're looking at like you know relief pitchers that you know like Rondon and Chirinos. You know the catcher. Like I think is it Chirinos or. Uh, um, was, uh, Maldonado, are their deals coming up soon? I don't know.
0: Like, those Both are... catchers are free agents. Okay, Both of them are free agents right now. So, we'll see. So, if you were to pay Gerd Cole $35 million, you know whose contract comes up in 2021?
1: Late on?
0: Both Michael Brantley and Josh Reddick. So, right there, that's $29 million that comes off.
1: Okay.
0: Let's see, Jake Murray... And at the right
1: time, because yeah. they're going to be Mid
0: thirties. Yeah. Jake Moriznik's contract goes comes up in twenty twenty one. Same thing with George Springer. Who sneaky, I don't think he's getting re signed to this team. I think he's gonna be on the team after when his contract runs up. You
1: think he's gonna be the the one of the big four to to go first?
0: Well yeah. He- He's the only one that has the shot. Bregman signed long-term. Altuve signed long-term. Correa still has this year, 2020, and next year, 2021 arbitration. Oh, wow. But he'll get a nice bump. Mm-hmm. He'll still make over $10 million. Mm. Uh, what I'm looking at right now, they have an estimated for his arbitration raise will go to $7.4 million. Wow. That low? For Korea. I mean that just man, I'm I'm surprised, but okay. What's the best of, what's the best ability? Availability. <laughs> okay. All right. But yeah, you if you were to give him the money, give Cole, I mean, you were able to give him thirty, let's say thirty five million dollars, basically you would pay the luxury tax for next next year and then year off after, it would come down. You'd be fine. You'd you can find a way to maneuver around it. Mm-hmm. Smart teams do.
1: Okay. And look, by, by 2021, I mean, Tucker has to be
0: He either be up, a- He'll either be full-time or he'll be traded away, and they'll have someone else. They, they can find someone. The money isn't the issue. It's just you have to be smart about it. Mm-hmm.
1: And as I bring up Tucker because of Reddick and Brantley will presumably be gone by 2021 at the very latest.
0: Um, and after 2021, you know whose contracts are up? Zach Grinke and Justin Verlander. So there's 68 million dollars right there for free agents.
1: Okay, so that was another thing that I've also brought up about the like so I I keep going back and forth on this. Mm-hmm. Like I think okay, he's not going to be historically good like going forward. So that's kind of a that's kind of my reason to not sign him to give him all that money. And then I also go back and I think about the reason to sign him is because of that reason because uh, Verlander and Granke, both now 36 and 37, mm-hmm. will be done with the team by 2021. So you're gonna so signing Cole would be like yeah, it would be good in the sense that where he while he won't be historically good, He'll still be your top starter. I mean, he still, you know, will be your, your ace. And then hopefully, you know, another year of Rikidi developing. McCullers returning. Whitley again, you know,
0: the, the big mystery. Oh, let's not forget ooh, Aaron Sanchez, but hmm, don't know why he's coming back.
1: He had what?
0: He had surgery to repair a torn capsule in his right shoulder. Okay, on, back so in September. You, you
1: can't expect him to return to form in the sense that he, you know. You're hoping he's going to be a, a a good pitcher, or, uh, you know, or, or be looked at as like a prospect that you know.
0: Ye. as he once was so far he says quotes it's going to be a while I can come back mid next year it's kind of what the doctor said I'll definitely miss the first part of next year but I will pitch next year okay so then
1: you're looking at 2021 for him to bounce back fully hopefully mm-hmm. yep but again it'll be the right time because of Frankie and Verlander you know having departed
0: from the team. From yeah. the team. Uh, Not from this mortal coil. <laughs>
1: God willing. Um, yeah, so again, you know, it's, it's a back and forth for me. Like, I'm, I'm okay with... I'm okay with them letting him go because of the money. Mm-hmm. But I'm also okay with them re-signing him for the money because, you know, again, he's young enough where he'll be the top guy two years like he'll be your your bona fide number one starter um, I don't know that's I mean it's a lot to you know to to juggle you know to go back and forth on but again I think because of the the money that can be thrown around from New York or LA mm-hmm
0: I still, more LA than New York, as far as I'm concerned. Right. I still more LA than New York. Yeah. I,
1: I still feel like you know the the likelihood of him resigning with us is is very small. Yeah. And and also you know the the press conference that we talked about earlier, it just seems like he's ready to move on. He he. It just seems like he prefers somewhere else. You know, just the way he sounded in the press conference, based on what he said.
0: Garrett, if you hear this, if by some miracle someone presents this to you, I understand that I, right, De Quincey Dorsey, want you get all the monies. Yeah, of course. All the monies.
1: No, again, get all, get paid as much as you can. Um, but again, I'm, I'm just always nervous when it comes to the Astros money, just because, you know, it's, it's, it's a big investment and it's a big risk as well. You know, that. You would hate to see your team um, get the you know the raw end of a of a big risk like that.
0: Okay. Ain't my money, spend it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: That was very cathartic. I feel better now.
1: I do too. Yeah.
0: Uh, Anything else you want to say?
1: Yeah, it's like. A lot of articles I've been seeing, they start off with like the headline reads like, "What do we need to do next year? Like, what do we need to? Uh, what moves do we need to make to, to recover or to make sure that this this doesn't happen again?" And it's like, there's really not much you can do. <laughs> Just you have to hit the ball in the playoffs.
0: Like, there's, there's, all you run it back. Like, that's all you can do is run it back. Right. You were eight outs away from winning, a, your second World Series in three years. There's nothing else you c- you can do except go out there and do it again. Right. And play and, again.
1: And we've talked about this. You know, we we've texted about this recently about finding the money to get coal, You know, to keep Cole and all that kind of stuff. Not even factoring in money. If you just look at pure talent, I mean, we have the most. We have the most talented team in the league. In my opinion, mm-hmm. and they just
0: didn't hit. Yep, ran to a high team. It is what it is. Yeah, so and what they? The question no is like,
1: what do we need to do? You know, or what can we do? Like, no, it's like, we just have to hit. Like, yeah. you're not gonna replace Carlos Correa with a better shortstop. You're not gonna, you know, unless maybe you, unless you go after Anthony Rendon, you're not gonna replace.
0: Alex Bregman with a, with a better third baseman Yeah I think Red Doe, whew, I think he's going he's come to Texas but not to Houston. I'll tell you that. think he's going to Arlington.- mm-hmm. oh wow. Well if,
1: if they have the money to, to throw around and go get all these guys yeah why not go for it? Make it interesting. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm fine with the teams in the American League West getting better. Because and it forces us to have to play better with the team that we have, like with the talent that we have. I mean, we have so much talent on this team. You know, if we have to make it, we have to actually make it competitive, I'm fine with that. Because I want to, I want this team to, to play the best teams at all times because when it comes to the playoffs, when it comes to facing these tough pitching matchups. Like, if you think about it, the Nationals and Astros World Series matchup was was the best possible matchup you could have asked for in the World Series based on ta- just pure talent. Not markets and, you know, who's watching and who cares. Like, from a talent standpoint, this was the best possible series you could have asked for. Because the Astros had three monsters, you know, in the rotation, pitching, you know, pitching for them. The Nationals had three monsters. And then the lineups were pretty similar. I mean, going back now on it, like this was a great series to to you know to see on paper. So I feel like if we're pushed to the limits throughout the season it i think it's it pays off in the playoffs when you're basing the best teams the whole time you know it, it forces you to play better and to thrive in those pressure situations
0: that was a very pretty speech okay i just want to win all right that's awesome. Um i might be pushed. And I want it. Want, I want you must go 162-0. And, <laughs> and then run a rough shot through the playoffs. <laughs> okay. All right. I want every game to be a 10-1 victory. That's what I want. Okay. I want them to get at least one so they feel good about themselves. I'm going to be cool.
1: texting you during the season. I don't think this is going to sustain. Like, if that's the case, I mean, if that's.
0: If you, you do that again, I am blocking your number. <laughs> okay. No lie. All right. Anything else? Uh, so we're going to wrap this up. We're almost at an hour. No, I think, I think we, that's it. Again, yeah, you're yeah.
1: right. I think it was uh, very cathartic. Mm-hmm. To get it all out, and uh, man, I just I love talking about baseball at any time I during the year.
0: Yep, and we're definitely gonna have to come do, you know, talk about the off season and hot stove. The hot yeah the hot stove. Now that we got the Zoom thing working, we can. And do you know anything? There's anytime there's a big signing, we can actually talk about it. And get out of uh, get out our opinions real quick. Uh, quicker, than, quicker than before, yeah. Mm, that's I think that's all I'm boys about. Oh, real quick. Uh, give me two minutes. Your thought on Kanye's new album? I've only
1: listened to it once. Mm-hmm. That's one more time than I have. Let's continue. <laughs> I remember texting you something about man, like the guy knows how to make a good album. And it's and I've seen all the. You know, people trashing it, people praising it or whatever. And I'm thinking about it more and more. I need to listen to it again. Uh-huh. Or at least a couple more times to to fully come like to fully come up with my opinion. But just after that one listening, I feel like I thought it was really great right then and there, but then going back, it's good. I feel like the first half was really solid. Was like great and then once he starts singing about chick-fil-a which i love i love chick-fil-a i love their sandwiches don't get me wrong but i i don't want to hear about them in a song in a rap song mm-hmm. um once i hear kenny g's uh sax solo at the end of the album near the end of the album again love that kenny g christmas album from way back when um it's like okay now we're just kind of getting silly, and it's hard to take it seriously because that first half of the album I thought was really good. The second half, one, it, it, like the songs were longer. The album was only twenty seven minutes, but I feel like the second half of the album dragged on a little, little too long. Even for a, a 27 minute album, which is crazy to, to say. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I liked it. Want to listen to it again, to uh, confirm that I liked it, and uh, yeah, that's about it. I pre-ordered the vinyl.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Okay. So, I I already know how you feel. Like you're not going to listen to it. Nah, I'm not, but uh, but. But you asked me my
0: opinion. So yeah, much that's much. why I asked. Cause it's good that someone to it. Too, Cause I. Nah. I have more pressing things to do with my time. Sure. worry about Kanye West. But I just wanted to get your opinion on the record so everybody knows how you feel. All right, uh, say goodbye to the people. Hurry up. Thanks for tuning in. We'll, we'll do it again soon. Yes. And we well, promise you it won't be nine months. 11. <laughs> 11 months. Well, yeah, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> yeah, it won't, uh, we'll find something to talk about next week. Um, so follow us on the Twitter machine. What's yours? Give out yours first.
1: I don't, even, I don't even remember my Twitter. I hardly follow it. I uh, hardly I, pay attention. Pay, uh, follow uh, the Quincy. He's He has more followers, more tweets, more likes. Um, his Twitter
0: is much more interesting than mine. Yes, and that's at Quinn underscore 288. If eight. you want to follow me, follow me on Instagram at N-O-T-E-L-R-I-C. Not Elric. Yeah. Uh, that's a great follow on Instagram that, yeah that's a good follow on Instagram yeah, alright uh, we got the Patreon page is up I need to put the link out to that um, so easy way for you guys to give us money so we can keep doing this and <laughs> buy more equipment because I do hope to you know actually have a camera so we can do this on YouTube and actually like one day maybe have a, you know a live show um, we, we want to expand Get better Expand Get better than expand That's the dream Um, Then on Anchor We have There's a button To support this podcast Where it's like Patreon You can pay I think it's uh, Well actually I can look right now You know You pay A dollar a month Five dollars a month Ten dollars a month You know And become a supporter of us Also On the Anchor 288 page You can send a voice message Send us a voice message We can play it And hear what you really think About us
1: yeah, follow us on Spotify, it looks
0: like. Yeah, we're on all the places. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Beaker? Is that Beaker? Breaker, I'm sorry. Google Podcasts, Over, Overcast, Spotify. We're in a lot of places, which is, which I thank Anchor for because they made it real easy for us. Nice. All right, well, that's the end of the podcast. We'll be back here hopefully next week to find talk about something. Did you see the Joker movie? I did. Oh, we can talk about that next week. Yeah. We'll talk about that all right so until next week this is Qu- the it's quincy and ethne signing off later babies